This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey gang, this is Zach and Laura. You're listening to Marriage Therapy Radio. Thanks for joining us. In today's episode, we're talking a little bit about transitions. Laura's got some big news. Um, and also, what does it mean to sort of uh, sort of phase out of therapy? What's the best way to do that? What's your right? What's your privilege as a client? What can the therapist do to help? And also how to manage it in your personal relationships. It's a, it's a cool conversation. Stick around. What's going on? I just got back from the dentist. Yeah. How yeah. was it? It was cool. I like going to the dentist. In fact, I, I one of, it's a load the, of crap. this is not You're a lie. This is not a lie. One of the coolest experiences of my life was about 20 years ago when I got my root canal. People were like, root canals are the worst. And I was like, no, root canals are the best. And here's why. Do you want me to tell you That's why? Full. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested because I think you're full of it. Go on. I'm not full Say of it more. because about 20 years ago, that's like when the internet was getting famous, it was like, um, it was like new and cool and you could learn things and it wasn't ubiquitous. You, you didn't like have access to it all the time. You had to go and sit down and have this thing happen. Do the oh. dial up. <laughs> that whole thing. And then, so when you get your root canal, you have to go in two visits. And so, um, is that still the case? Do you know? I don't know. I haven't had one in 20 years, but, but, oh, but that sounds awful. between my two visits, I went home to the internet and I, researched all about what a root canal is and how it works. And, um, I was totally fascinated because I knew what he was doing the entire time. Like I could, I could under, I go, Oh, this is when you're putting that thing in. And Oh, now you're doing this part. And I mean, I wasn't really talking, but I, but he was telling me about it. And I was like, "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm." but here's the other cool thing. This is the other cool thing about my root canal. My dentist was in his second career and he, um, his first career was he used to be a stunt man for Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like when Arnold That's Schwarzenegger awesome. was still like, uh, like even awesome. like before the Terminator, like in Con- those Conan movies and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, so he told me all these stories about like blowing up things and riding horses and hanging out with Arnold Schwarzenegger and doing stuff. There's so, nothing better than an entertaining dentist because they basically have to hold your attention and keep your anxiety low by just talking at you. Cause you cannot yeah. respond. You need somebody that's interesting. That doesn't have bad breath. That's going to be leaning over you. Maybe has some pretty eyes. So, yeah. uh, how, how are his it's eyes? It's like the opposite of a therapist. 
Yes, exactly. The opposite of a therapist is somebody who's going to talk and entertain you while you have your yeah. mouth open. I'm sweating yeah. so hard because I, I maybe I have the, <laughs> a, the opposite experience, but I just remember being such a poor kid growing up. And my mom took me, I had a massive, uh, they said I probably was going to need a root canal at the age of eight. And my mom took me to a Canadian no. dentist. You, te- you don't even have your regular teeth at eight. That's what I'm I talking about. You don't. I think your child brain is, is, is deceiving you. <laughs> but I kid you not. I was in a dental school chair for at least four hours, getting just a simple minor procedure on probably a pretty gigantic, uh, cavity, but, Oh my gosh. Ever since then, I'm pretty strong in a lot of ways, but you get me into a dentist chair and I become such a, an anxious little, little person. <laughs> That's funny. It's pretty um, sad. I did that as an adult. There's a, there's a community college right near my house that I was doing. Um, they, they're training hygienists and we, we were, I was out of work at the time and I was like, Oh, I can go get my teeth cleaned for free from this, this okay. hygienist teeth cleaning. School. Very different. Somebody's flossing know, their teeth versus drilling still four hours. Four no. hours of having my teeth cleaned, not procedure, wow. just like some girl poking yeah. around inside my mouth, learning how to do the skills. And I was you know like, what? well, this is free, but never again. I never would again, be happy. Again. You have beautiful teeth and I would be happy to clean them for you at some point. If you ever want that. Did you really just, just say that out loud? Yeah. Just so you don't have to have the experience of going back and having the dental school. I used to go to um, the hair. There's like different places where they're teaching how to do hair. And, uh, and it, again, it's like four hours, the things you do when you're poor, I tell you what, and I mean, these are first world problems. Let's be honest. We have dentists and yeah, <laughs> poor in quotes. What if there was an easy way to achieve connection without having to do a ton of work? And what if you could make just a few small changes that helped you feel more alive awake and aware. Well, we're convinced that there is and that you can because we have worked with hundreds of couples. We've poured over reams of research. We've even experienced change in our own marriages. And time and time again, if we have learned anything, it's this. You do not have to stay stuck. That is why we created Marriage in Motion. It's a video series for couples, 16 videos with corresponding activity sheets because we want for you to take the information and the research that we have poured over and put it into action in your own relationship. Marriage for Motion is available now. Go to forbetter.us and for less than $300, you get the entire video series for a lifetime. We also have a guarantee that if you don't experience small changes in your relationship, that have a big impact will give you your money back. Check it out at forbetter.us. We'd love for you to try the Marriage in Motion video series for couples. So <laughs> here's what I wanted to talk about. Number one, okay. transitions. I want to talk about sort of endings because- Why why, why would you want to talk about this? There's <laughs> There's got to be some reason this is top of mind for you. What is, what, where did this come from? Uh, because I sent you a text two days ago that said, P.S. Moving to Bend, Oregon, that is all. And it was a bit of a shock to you and a bit of a shock to, I think, just about everybody, including ourselves, because we made the decision in 24 hours uh, so that we would weird. be moving. It's just it, it's like Bend has always been 
the place we were going to end up. It just happens to be that we started looking at, do we do it now? Do we do it later? When do we do it? And and my son starts school and we're like, well, let's do it before school starts. So mm. uh, we are doing it very quickly. And the hard part is that we're going to be in Europe for three weeks and then we get back and that's, we have a week when we get back to when we need to be in Bend. To, to like pack up your I'm house. packing now. I'm packing find now. Find a new house. And I'm trying Try Yeah. Find a new house. That's the part. I think we're just going to rent. We're just going to go to bend rent for a year. We are betting on the market dropping fingers crossed so that we can buy a big house for a little amount of money. <laughs> Otherwise we're going to buy a big house for a lot of money. And, um, yeah. Did I so, tell you, we'll did I tell you what I'm about to buy? No. What are you I'm about, about to, buy? to buy a bed and breakfast in Belize? No, you're stop it right now. But I, no. we can talk about that later. Yeah. How are, like, how do you drop that and then just say, nah, you know, we'll talk about it later. That's the most interesting thing. Because I wanted my story to be cooler than your story. I needed to, you I, needed, won. I wanted to one up you, one up you somehow. You, uh, done. A hundred percent. Arnold Schwarzenegger. And- I thought it was cool. Belize. Dope. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Let's talk about what we're really talking about though. Well, you're okay. So we, you have this idea about transitions and I have lots of thoughts about this, particularly when it comes to therapy, but is, did, were you thinking about therapy or are you thinking about leaving Salt Lake and, What's on your mind? Well, I mean, it's kind of happening uh, at the same time. There's uh, similarities that are happening because I have this old habit and I'm saying this partly because I know that I have people in Salt Lake that are near and dear to my heart that listen to this podcast that I have a tendency because I moved every one or two years as a military brat and then later as a um, church brat to transition every single year or two. And so my tendency Hmm. is to just throw up deuces and say, peace out, see you later. And then focus on what's ahead of me because I didn't have time to dwell on the loss of relationships. I get a little, actually, if you could see me right now, I'm getting a little teary eyed. Uh, cause mm-hmm. it, it was a little traumatic for me growing up uh, starting at the age of seven was when we started moving around and I attended, I can't even tell you countless elementary, middle and high schools. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't until I got to college that I was in one place for four years, which is pretty cool, but I've been here That's in Salt Lake for four years. <laughs> Just kidding. You know, I don't think you do. You might, but. <laughs> Thank you, Zach. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'll be sure to I'm just going to play. I'm just going to pretend today. to be your therapist. I'm going to be your therapist Good. today. Thank so you. So you started, you start crying and I go, Oh yeah. What do those, what do those tears represent in your story? <laughs> I'm so bad at individual therapy. I'm, let me tell you something. Too. I'm bad at it as a therapist. I'm also pretty bad at it as a client. As a um, client, yeah. Do you ever do you ever ask your therapist how they're doing? <laughs> My therapist canceled our appointment today because her kid is sick or something, and I was like, "Yes, thank you so much." <laughs> so, do you um, give your clients a free session? By the way, I'm just curious if no, you cancel on never. them. No. Okay. No. Nope. Oh, all right. No. Okay. No. Why would so you do anyway, that? Why would, why would, why would I do that? I don't Forget know. it. That's not our topic. Okay. So you, are, you're, you're, you're kind of traumatized by this idea of transitioning. Yeah. Because I tend to ghost. I'm like, okay, see you later. And then I'm done. I, I mean, I'll keep in contact with you on social media, but I don't do a good job of maintaining relationships. And when I decide in my head, the relationship is done due to moving due to you've pissed me off enough time. I've actually never really done cut off like that before, mm. but it's usually a, like a pretty, I don't know. Like we were talking about the Dunbar. What is it called? The Dunbar number. 
Dunbar number. This this idea. It's actually that Dunbar's. It's actually Dunbar's number. It's not the Dunbar okay. number. It's Dunbar's number. It's but. possessive, so it's Dunbar's number. The idea that you really can only maintain 150 connections meaningfully, yeah. meaningful, or stable health, relationships. Health, yeah, stable relationships. And maybe at some point, I'm like, well, uh, man, all my Salt Lake relationships. I'm sorry, I have to drop you out of my Dunbar number, Dunbar's number, or whatever, so I can make new friendships in in Bend. I don't know. I don't know how it goes, but. I'll tell you that I have a lot of clients that are either ghosting therapy where they just kind of drop off and they don't end therapy. They don't say, Hey, Laura, we, you know, I think we've Mm -hmm. reached our goals or Mm -hmm. uh, this isn't working for us where they just stop making appointments. Um, and that I'm kind of thinking about the, the two simultaneously and what would feel right to me and what would feel right to the clients and what would feel Mm. right to my Salt Lake friends. (laughs) So therapist Zach, Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, I can, I mean, I'll speak to the therapy piece of it, which is a few things. One is I, it's absolutely a hundred percent the right and the privilege of the client to decide how they want to end therapy. If they want to stop making appointments, um, if they want to not call you, ghost you, that's totally fine. Um, Mm. um, Because I'm not in personal relationships with them. I mean, I am in a a very intimate relationship with them, but they're not, um, they don't owe me anything except for my fee. Right. And I don't, I don't saying that in a harsh way, but they are the, I'm a, I'm a service provider and they're the customer. And so they get to do whatever they want. That said, when clients ask me, um, can, can we be done? Is it time to be done? How do, how does it go from here? What's up? You know, we were thinking of slowing down. This is an important conversation to have with them because, um, in fact, I had a couple in here just yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. And they've been coming pretty much weekly for about three months and, um, have decided that they're ready to kind of take it out for a spin. You know, they've got some wind at their back. They're able to tell me stories about the tools that they're using. And I was, I was, I endorsed that. I said, yeah, go ahead. You guys should totally take some time off. turns out that they made their next appointment, um, for three weeks out. So okay, instead okay. of coming one week, um, seven days later, they're going to come 21 days later. Right. Yeah. And the thing that I think is really critical, if you're going to uh, terminate therapy responsibly, then you need to um, pay attention to what, like, what is day eight? Like, what is day 10? Like what's day 14? Like mm-hmm. what's day 18? Like, do, are you, are you still using the tools and still applying the kind of the relationship maturity or growth that you've achieved? Um, yeah without the serum, like without the treatment. Um, it's not really actually any different than say, if you're doing physical therapy once a week, and then all of a sudden you, you had to come in three weeks later, like, what does your knee feel like on day eight, day nine, or are you still doing the exercises? Are you still figuring that out? So I'm, I'm a big fan of helping people slow down. I think you and I both say often that we don't want clients to be uh, therapy dependent. Our job is to, is to become obsolete. That's our job. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, okay. So I have to push that's back different than bit. Salt Lake, but that's different than Salt Lake, but it is, um, I wonder right. if there's not a, Oh, you know what? I, I think this is maybe the thesis of what I was saying. I'm a fan of phasing out, right? It's, I'm mm-hmm. not a hard, I'm not a hard stop kind of guy. I don't, I don't really yeah. know how that works. I don't know that relationships actually 
end. I think they just changed phases, right? Okay. All right. Okay. That's true. I can, but I have to push back on the idea that you said that it is the privilege of the client to determine how they want to end. And the way that I would push back on that is I believe it is our duty as therapists to um, steward them in the process and provide some context of modeling within the therapeutic environment of saying, you know what, if we're in this relationship together, we've determined what your goals are for therapy. And I think that it would be helpful if we did some review and if we um, talked about how you're going to know when you're ready to end and what that's going to look like. Um, just because it's, I, I don't know. I just don't like the drop off. So here's one thing that I know, and this is a study and you're going to have to help me pull this out because I haven't thought about it for a a while. Is this, how do you say it? Gazart, Garznik effect? Zygarnik. How do you Zygarnik effect? Okay. Yeah. The Zygarnik effect is the idea that the brain has to hold on to unfinished information. And so um, I'll give a little background. So there is a researcher. Researcher was sitting in, and I'm going to just kind of butcher this a little bit, but the researcher is sitting in a restaurant environment and is watching as these waiters go around and take these orders from these tables. And they're not writing anything down. And if you've ever been a server, you understand that after a while, you're able to take in a great deal of information, maybe a six top worth of Um, orders with modifications and then go back to your computer, your POS and type it in and you remember everything. And what they found is that they would come and they would ask these waiters to come back over to the researcher and say, hey, um, what did that table over there order after they had delivered their food? And they found that the waiters had only remembered after they had dropped off their food, if there had been an error or a mistake made on the table. Does that make sense? Did I, I say understand that properly? What you're describing. Yes. Yes. I know. Well, I'm just close. wanting to make yeah, sure it. that I'm You're in the neighborhood. You're in the neighborhood. You, I'm in the neighborhood. I, I got you. I got you. <laughs> okay. It's been a while since I have I've read this study. Um so yeah. essentially our brain holds on to errors or it holds on to um what am I wanting to say Zach here? What it's what, what you're on, talking about is that that we um we need to process information in the way that it, it, it needs to be processed. So the, what, what you're describing is that these waiters would remember their order until they put it in the POS basically, because and, yes. it now, now it belongs, now it was where it belonged. Um, right. And so my, I didn't have to allocate cognitive room for it anymore. So maybe that's what you're talking about in terms of terminating relationships and helping clients learn how to do that um, so that they can well, I'm just, not have just I'm this just like feeling- dangling thread. Yes. This idea of a dangling thread that it just, it's like we hold on to information. We hold on or we keep cognitive space alive for things that haven't come to an ending or haven't processed Mm. through it. So Mm -hmm. if just as an example, if I'm, if I'm dating somebody and I ghost them after three months of dating, and then I move on and two years go by and I run into this person because I haven't actually come to some sort of beautiful ending or ritual or, or tied a bow on that relationship, it's going to continue to hold cognitive space in my mind. It's not going to have an ending because it did, there was no ending. Yeah. And I mean, unless you have attachment disorder, <laughs> probably more likely have, uh, hold on to their, <laughs> in their mind, it's probably the, the place that it lives more. Yeah. But it's like that story yeah. that I had to tell you, I told you about how I had to break up with that girl like three years later after we'd already yeah. broken up because, <laughs> um, just to kind of create a, 
the closed loop. Close that one. I have to tell this story. You've probably told it three times in the podcast, but if any, if nobody's heard about this, so Zach had dated this girl and she broke up with him and like three years goes by and he meets Rebecca, falls in love with Rebecca, proposed to Rebecca. And then Zach has to go back to this girl who dumped him three years prior and had to tell her, Hey, I just wanted to let you know. <laughs> we're, we're never getting back together. In the words of Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift had stolen a page from your diary. We are never yeah. getting back together again. She just wanted like, to she, let you know. She was like, yeah, yeah, I know. And yeah, I was like, yeah, no. Yeah, but that's what you were doing. <laughs> no, like, but you, you didn't know because I, because you didn't know I wasn't because done. I was still pretty sure. Yeah. yeah, just so you know, I was still in it for the last three <laughs> years, but now I'm out. Now I'm totally out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, but I think, okay, I so here's, here's a really good example of, of exactly that, right? Like there has to, there are some relationships that do need to end, right? Because, because in this case, there was a piece of my say heart or psyche or soul or something that was still belong to yeah. this other person. And I had to, to eliminate that in order to, to really give it all to my partner, right? My to right. Rebecca. And I think in those cases, like, but that's not what's happening in Salt Lake. Right. And it's also not quite what's happening in therapy relationship. Um, and I co- totally appreciate you pushing back. And yes, we got to train people how to, how to um, sort of stand on their own two feet and learn how to, you know, kind of walk before they run and all that stuff. But I'm just talking about the the client who ghosts you. Um, I'm not about to call them up and be like, Hey, I think that's a bad idea. I think you should come in for a few more sessions and learn how to, to be okay. Right. That's what I mean by kind of the right and the privilege of a client yeah. to terminate at their, at their own discretion. Still, That's still really different back than, on that, but that'll be another session. Are, are you, are you really going to call up a client that said, I haven't seen you in a few months and it seems like maybe you're not, that's not cool. hundred percent. Yes. So no, here's the reason why here's what, no. So here's the reason why I, I have some That's friends really interesting. and they have, they have been still struggling, right? They haven't met their goals of therapy and it's been years and uh, everyone. I'm sorry. These are while, friends or these are clients or friends. These are friends. These are actual people in my life that I call friends and I don't charge them. (laughs) And um, their therapist calls them and says, hey, I haven't heard from you for a while. And they go, oh, you're right. We've been meaning to make an appointment and um, we really do need to get in. And I always thought, man, I don't. Yeah, I, I always thought, I don't think I like that. And I asked them, what do you think about this? And they said, it's great because we still haven't met our goals and we are we are getting in the way of ourselves right now. Like yeah. we, ha- we want to prioritize our relationship with our therapist. We want to prioritize our relationship with each other. And we are getting in the way of, of meeting our goals and to have a therapist hold you accountable and say, Hey, get your ass back into therapy. You're not done. It, I guess it just needs to be decided at the beginning. What is this mm. relationship going to look like? And I like mm-hmm. asking my clients, what do you like out of a therapist? Do you want a companion? Do you want Mm -hmm. a friend? Do you want somebody that's going to hold you to the fire and push you into some dark, (laughs) hot spaces? I don't know. Um, But yeah, I haven't done that before, but I'm strongly considering it because I do think that people enter into therapy with good intentions and with goals. And sometimes you just need somebody to hold you accountable. And sometimes it's going to be the therapist. So we're pretty different on, on opposite sides, but I'm strongly yeah. considering making some phone calls. Yeah. Ain't nobody no. going to be ghosting me. Um, do you want me to tell you, I'm going to tell you, we only have like a minute left, but I'm going to tell you about one of the greatest endings of relationship ever, which is um, last night we showed Abby um, Goodwill hunting. Um, yes. 
which incidentally, I think a lot of who I am as a therapist is modeled on that Robin Williams character. Um, I was just trying to, because, because Abby and Reb kept going, would you say that? Would you do that? And I go, yeah, I actually do a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, And, but it doesn't matter because here's the cool part. There's a, Mm. there's a part of the movie where Ben Affleck says to Matt Damon, he says, um, you know what the best part of my day is every single day? It's when I, it's when I pull up to your house and I, it's the 15 seconds between walking from the car to knock on your door. And I, every time I just hope that one day I'm going to get there and you're not going to be there. Um, mm. Because his ar- argument is that Matt Damon owes it to his like people to get out of town and do something with his kind of brilliance. Will hunting needs to do this. And so yeah. um, the end of the movie basically is, is Ben Affleck kind of walking up to the door, knocking, looking in the window. He's not there. And he's just so happy because Matt Damon has taken has left. Right. And he's left yeah. to go chase after Skylar, the mini driver character. Um, and he tells Robin Williams, he leaves a note for him and says, if, um, what's his face? Ask where I've gone. Just tell him I had to go see about a girl. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so in both cases, he just kind of takes off. Um, yeah. and I guess that's kind of, I guess that's what ghosting is, but I think it's such a brilliant scene in the movie kind of too, but it was, um, it, it was, but I wouldn't recommend it for you also... and your friends as you leave Salt Lake. Yeah. <laughs> but it was predetermined, right? Like there was already this. Yeah notion between Matt Damon and Ben Affleck uh, and their characters that, Hey, I want you to leave. I want you to pursue bigger and better things, which is why uh, I I mean, I'm going to go for one more minute is um, when my husband left his position here and I'll, I'll name it the company's called task easy and Ryan was recruited. That's why we moved to salt Lake. And then he left his position to pursue something of even greater status, even greater responsibility, more opportunity for movement And he was literally like clapped out of the building. People were so excited Mm. to see him go. And that to me is a sign (laughs) of a really solid relationship because it's like, Hey, I hire winners and I'm growing you so that you can continue to win. And it might not be with us, but I'm stoked to see you go. And I, I think that that's because that was the intention of maybe not the intention of the relationship, but an understanding that if you hire great people, you have to be ready for those great people to leave you to go pursue yeah. greater things. Yeah, no, anyway, I get it. That's I mean, that's how I felt about my I'm, clients yesterday, right? When, as they started talking about yes. being ready to take a break, I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm going to miss you. I like working with you. You work hard, but yeah, go for it. Do your thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm happy to see people go when they've reached their goals. And then they made me, if you they, don't, they made me hug what? though. They made the, like, really? Yeah. I was like, okay. Did you give him a full, a full hug? Like no, chest to no, chest, a side nope. hug. Yeah, no, I'm bad at hugging. You know, that's when you offer them the therapist hand hug. Yeah. Boundaries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. I feel better about this conversation. I'm not going to deuce. Uh, sounds like I'm talking about poo right now, but I'm not going to throw deuces up to my Salt Lake people. I will have a transition and maybe that transition will be, what do you call it? A phase. Maybe I'll yeah, phase. Yeah, it's a phase. It's just, you're just changing yeah. phases. That's it. All right. Uh, well, thanks. Thanks for your free therapy, Zach. You've been super helpful no, you're welcome. to me today. Anytime. <laughs> Adios. Catch you later. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. Here's our telephone number. I just wanted to let you know there's nobody else that's on the other end of that line other than a voice recording. What we're wanting for you to do is leave us a question, leave us a comment, leave us a review. But if you make it brief, less than one minute, and uh, and basically if you call and leave a message, we'll put you on the air. So here's the number. Are you ready? It's 801-810-6197. 
801-810-6197. If you call and leave us a review, a question, or a comment, we will put you on our next episode. Thanks so much for all of the time and energy that you're putting into your relationship, making it better today than it was yesterday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.